0: My name is Dr. Elizabeth LeFay, and I'm a doctor of osteopathy. My name is Stephen Clayman. I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Hi, my name is Timothy Stonecipher, and I'm an osteopathic family physician. My name is Molly Rutherford, and I'm a family doctor who also treats addiction.
1: My name is Michael Turner, and I'm a doctor of physical medicine and rehabilitation.
0: My name is Amy Offit, and I'm a doctor of integrative medicine. It's time to talk about what has happened to us all. We are doctors seeing what tens of thousands of silenced medical professionals from all over the world have not been able to say. I think seeing the censorship of these wonderful, super smart doctors, that was scary to start censoring science. That's a slippery slope. In general, I think we've always trusted the CDC and the FDA, but with this pandemic, it just became, became questionable to me. A sad realization, progressively, that they don't have our best interests in mind, they're not doing their job, they're not acting in the public's well-being, they're captured, they're paid off, they're corrupt.
1: Welcome to the island, I'm your host, Alvis Samuel. And what you just heard was a bit of a clip put together, and this clip was called Never Again, and it was put together by the Global Health Project. This is a bunch of doctors that are coming together, wanting to put the spotlight on, turn on the light on what is truly going on and how previous pandemic, that is the coronavirus, COVID-19, how that pandemic was a lie, and how they were silenced. And throughout this entire episode, I will be playing clips of different people, different doctors, so you can finally get the whole scope on how it expired, why it expired, And where it's headed when, and not when, but when the next pandemic is going to happen. And then when it's all said and done, all these clips, I am going to tell you what is going to be the actual new pandemic and how it's going to correlate with COVID-19. You don't want to miss this episode at all. Share this episode so everybody can be informed. Trust me, this is not an episode you want to miss. And before we get into it, I need everybody to go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. And there you will be able to listen to all of my previous episodes, even all the ones when I talked about COVID-19 when it first came out in 2020. In 2019, 2020, that time that, that time frame, we are now in 2023, and I've and I wanted to talk about all of this stuff, how it's going to affect you, and what the issues, what the problems were with this. A lot of people called me crazy back when I was doing all this stuff. I even have friends who just didn't want to be my friend anymore. They still, till this day, do not want to talk to me, even though now the science that they were telling me that I needed to follow is now backing up all of my claims. I told you, back then, and I will always say now, you better do your own research and not trust these so-called experts, because it seems like these experts weren't really experts. They were just experts in lies. So you don't want to miss this episode. You don't. Again. Go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. You'll hear my previous episodes and go to Rumble because I also have a Rumble page where you will be able to see me talk about other things like the dreams I've had in and maybe y'all can enlighten me on some of them on what they might mean. My Rumble page is A3S2 the island, A3S2 the island. Now let's jump into this.
0: Most of you don't know that coronavirus, as a model of a pathogen, was isolated in 1965. Coronavirus was identified in 1965 as one of the first infectious replicatable viral models that could be used to modify a series of other experiences of the human condition. It was isolated once upon a time associated with the common cold. But what's particularly interesting about its isolation in 1965 was that it was immediately identified as a pathogen that could be used and modified for a whole host of reasons. And you heard me correctly, that was 1965. And by the way, these slides are public domain. You're welcome to look at every single reference. Every comment that I made is based on published material. So do make sure that you look at those references. But in 1966, the very first COV coronavirus model was used as a transatlantic biological experiment in human manipulation. And you heard the date, 1966. I hope you're getting the point of what I'm saying. This is not an overnight thing. This is actually something that's been long in the making. A year before I was born, We had the first transatlantic coronavirus data sharing experiment between the United States and the United Kingdom. And in 1967, the year I was born, we did the first human trials on inoculating people with modified coronavirus. Isn't that amazing? 56 years ago, the overnight success of a pathogen that's been 56 years in engineering. And I want that to chill with all of you. Where were we when we actually allowed, in violation of biological and chemical weapons treaties, where were we as a human civilization when we thought it was an acceptable thing to do to take a pathogen for the United States and infect the world with it? Where was that conversation? And what should have been that conversation in 1967? That conversation wasn't had. Ironically, the common cold was turned into a chimera in the 1970s. And in 1975, 1976, and 1977, we started figuring out how to modify coronavirus by putting it into different animals, pigs and dogs. And not surprisingly, by the time we got to 1990, we found out that coronavirus, as an infectious agent, was an industrial problem for two primary industries, the industries of dogs and pigs. Dog breeders and pigs found that coronavirus created gastrointestinal problems, and that became the basis for Pfizer's first spike protein vaccine patent filed, are you ready for this, in 1990. Did you hear what I just said? 1990, Operation Warp Speed? I'm sorry, where's the warp? And the speed pfizer 1990 the very first spike protein vaccine for coronavirus isn't that fascinating isn't it fascinating that we were we were told that well the spike protein is a new thing we just found out that that's the problem no as a matter of fact, we didn't just find out it was not just now now the problem. We found that out in 1990 and filed the first patents on vaccines in 1990 for the spike protein of coronavirus. And who would have thought Pfizer, clearly the innocent organization that does nothing but promote human health, clearly Pfizer, the organization that has not bought the votes in this chamber in every chamber of every government around the world not that pfizer certainly they wouldn't have had anything to do with this but oh yes they did and in 1990 they found out that there was a problem with vaccines they didn't work you know why they didn't work It turns out that coronavirus is a very malleable model. It transforms and it changes and it mutates over time. As a matter of fact, every publication on vaccines for coronavirus from 1990 until 2018, every single publication concluded that coronavirus escapes the vaccine impulse because it modifies and mutates too quickly for vaccines to be effective. And since 1990 to 2018, that is the published science, ladies and gentlemen. That's following the science. Following the science is their own indictment of their own programs that said it doesn't work. And there are thousands of publications to that effect, not a few hundred, and not paid for by pharmaceutical companies these are publications that are independent scientific research that shows unequivocally including efforts of the chimera modifications made by ralph barrick in the university of north carolina chapel hill all of them show vaccines do not work on coronavirus that's the science and that science has never been disputed but then we had an interesting development in 2002 and this date is most important Because in 2002, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill patented, and I quote, an infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. Listen to those words. Infectious replication defective. What does that phrase actually mean? For those of you not familiar with language, let me unpack it for you. Infectious replication defective means a weapon. It means something meant to target an individual but not have collateral damage to other individuals. That's what infectious replication-defective means. And that patent was filed in 2002 on work funded by NIAID's Anthony Fauci from 1999 to 2002. And that work, patented at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, mysteriously preceded SARS 1.0 by a year. (sighs) Dave, are you suggesting that SARS 1.0 wasn't from a wet market in Wuhan? Are you suggesting it might have come from a laboratory in the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill? No, I'm not suggesting it. I'm telling you that's the facts. We engineered SARS. SARS is not a naturally occurring phenomenon the naturally occurring phenomenon is called the common cold it's called influenza-like illness it's called gastroenteritis that's the naturally occurring coronavirus SARS is the research developed by humans weaponizing a life system model to actually attack human beings and they patented it in 2002
1: Man, that is a lot to unpack. Who was speaking, that was Dr. David E. Martin. And he's a bestseller and all that stuff. He's a doctor, all that good junk. But what he, in short, is saying, I played you an eight-minute clip of a, of a speech he was doing. And there was a huge panel of doctors all around, and they were speaking out against coronavirus and Dr. Anthony Fauci. And what they were telling you is that SARS 1 and SARS 2, SARS 2 is where the coronavirus comes from, is a pathogen that was developed inside of a lab for biological warfare. I need you all to think about that. This disease. COVID 19 was developed in a lab, in a lab inside the United States at a university inside the United States, in the United States. And it was taken over to China and put under the Wuhan lab in China that also Dr. Anthony Fauci runs. And then it was set loose inside China. You see, there are people out there who are trying to do dangerous things. I'm not going to speak on that, Not at least not right now, not this second, maybe later on in this episode, but people need to understand that COVID-19, SARS-2, is a pathogen for modern warfare. In short, that is exactly what he is saying. The common cold developed into SARS-1, developed even more. Turned into SARS-2, turning into COVID-19, the coronavirus. And the vaccines that were created for this back in 1990 were proven to be ineffective. They did not work at all, not one bit. And not only did Pfizer know this, because it was Pfizer. Doing the testing. There is zero proof. We have no technology. That's even today. We have no technology. That can stop this virus. At all. So what were they pumping people with. When it came to these vaccines. It's crazy. If you think about it. And I kept telling people back. When this was all going crazy. And mayhem was happening. I was telling people. Do your research. Just don't trust it. It sounds like the only thing that actually stops this virus is getting clean. Washing your hands. Washing your face. Washing up 100% correctly every single day. That is the only thing that was able to stop this virus. And then all of this stuff started coming out. And then all of a sudden they gave you these fake vaccines that did not work. That caused more harm than good. And now we have all of this stuff going on. And I want everyone to understand one thing, because they keep talking about another pandemic. The WHO, there's another one on the horizon. Bill Gates keeps saying there's another one on the horizon, which is why we are trying to give our sovereignty to the WHO. Why? Because they do not want the United States citizens, the American people of the United States of America, obviously. They do not want us to have the right to say, no, I will not take this. I will not put up with this vaccine. I am against it. Keep it far from me. That's what they want. That's what we want to say for the most part. And That's what they want to do against us is take away our own sovereignty to force us to take this vaccine. But what's the new pandemic? understand they are they are the disguising this stuff in certain diseases that are already here on this planet as again they took the common cold and morphed it throughout decades from the 1960s from what this doctor was saying and perfected it in 2018 and all of a sudden all of a sudden now there's another disease popping up that they're squeaking out there trying to supposedly get ahead of this disease what exactly is this d- d- disease well a lot of you know it as RSV that's also known as respiratory syncytial virus this virus is all of a sudden making this huge I mean like this huge, just out of the nowhere, we all must take a vaccine that we're doing trials for. And a lot of females who are new mothers, who are pregnant right now, they, they, are, they are coming across this with this trial. Take these vaccines. I know my wife, they came up with her when she was pregnant with our youngest child. But they wanted her to take this clinical trial for RSV this 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 vaccine is about i believe it was 3 4 months worth of of a of a shot that she they wanted her to take and they uh, they gave her some money for it and all that junk and they said you take this this will help protect the mother and your unborn child from getting RSV man I wish at that time I did some research, because here's what I can tell you about this. Yes, my wife and I, we agreed to do this, and it worked. It it worked to an extent while my wife was pregnant, but after our son was born, a couple of years later, he got RSV, and we were freaking out. All of a sudden, he got it, and then... They asked if we at the, at the ER they asked if we got this the vaccination. We said yes and they're like, oh, "Okay, well it should help." I find out later after everything that the vaccination does not help actually for children and they push it towards children. They say if a child gets RSV it's very deadly. Yes, it can be very deadly. However, a newborn, a child, a young child, if they get RSV, their immune system has a very good chance of beating it without getting a vaccine. They don't need it. There's a good chance that their immune system will beat it. Now, with that being said, our son, you know, he he got better. It took a little like a week, a week and a half, and he was better. Then I start finding out that all of a sudden, all these children that were around my son's age and younger, all of these children at the same time started getting RSV. And then I start finding out that this vaccine was giving children RSV. And on top of that, then I find out actually just a couple of days ago that the vaccine that these new mothers were taking and these children were getting The vaccine is not meant for them. Actually, the vaccine that these children were taking is was, like I said, was just a trial run to see if the elderly are able to take this vaccine. Now you might ask, and I was my mind was boggled. How is this a legit experiment? Because you're taking an age group. That unborn to three years old, basically. And you're going to see if it does anything to them. And then if it works, then you're going to give it to a different age group. 60 and older. Because apparently when you're 60 and older and you get RSV, and if you get RSV 60 or older, it's actually more deadly to them. It sounds like COVID-19 all over again. You know, when it first came out, if the elderly got it, oh, man, it was terrible. Man, we got to take vaccines so the elderly don't get sick and they die. And then all of a sudden, they kept going down and down and down and down and down until the children. You got to get your kids to get the vaccines for COVID. This time they flipped it. Start with the kids, but it's really for the elderly. Why are they trying to kill off the elderly? That's actually the real question. So, understand RSV, and I am telling you, and you can put me on the record by saying RSV, there will be a different sort of RSV that comes in, and they're going to call it a pandemic. Telling you that right now, it's going to happen within a, a year, maybe two years. And seeing how RSV is a respiratory infection, just like COVID. Just like the cold, just like all SARS 1 and 2, it's all respiratory infections. You got to understand that. SARS, not, not SARS, but RSV, it will be the next one. It will be the next pandemic. I'm telling you that now, and it's going to kill off a lot of elderly people, and they're going to scare that into the younger generation to get everyone younger to what? Get the vaccination. Got to see, and I say this: you got to understand where we are going, where everything is headed. This is where it's all headed. And I, like I said, I am, and I am on the record saying that RSV will be the next pandemic. If I am wrong, then I'm wrong. It is what it is. But I'm letting you know right now: that's where it's headed. They got all the the famous athletes who are elderly. Magic Johnson, he's doing commercials. For RSV. Right now as we speak. Millions of dollars are being pumped in. If not billions. Are being pumped in. For RSV. For this vaccination. For RSV. Why? Why? So what is truly going on? What are they trying to do? I can tell you that, that part right now. They're trying to kill off an entire generation. The elderly. That's what they want. Why do they want that specific generation gone? You should ask yourself that. Is it because the younger generations behind them, we are just stupid? And we won't fight for the freedoms that that older generation will fight for? Because I can tell you this, if you kill off that older generation, and you can wipe them off the map, that generation is the generation of World War I, World War II, Vietnam, Cold War. It's that generation. The generation that has fought for freedom, it is that generation. You get rid of that generation, then what do you have left? A generation that doesn't know their history. A generation that doesn't know where everything came from and who fought it. Why? Because we have been getting rid of those monuments. We don't truly want to know our history. And then on top of that, if you can get rid of that generation and then control the minds of the young people, the babies, the ones in elementary school, you can pervert their minds and then you sandwich everybody else in the middle who won't fight for any type of freedom, basically a bunch of woke people, then you now control everything. No, this is not, I, I, I'm, I, I'm going to say it. It sounds like I'm on a conspiracy theory, but I'm not. Again, I keep telling everybody on every episode I've been doing, follow the crumbs. They're leaving it out there for you. No one wants to pay attention. Nobody wants to read a book. Nobody wants to do their actual own research. They are following the quote-unquote experts. So COVID-19 is a weapon, and this weapon is going to go into RSV, and we're going to have another pandemic because of RSV, and a lot of old people are going to die. Sounds like the same playbook that they did with COVID-19. People, do your research. This stuff is there. You will find it. You can't be clueless. You can't be the clueless TikTok, Snapchat part of people who are mindless to what's truly going on, who have no clue on what's truly going on. And what makes it worse, they don't even want to hear of the things, of the dangers that are really going on because it scares them so. It frightens them. So they want to block it all out with stupid. Mindless stuff. However, you should not be frightened. You should not be afraid. Because pestilence will come all around the world in various places. Famine will be there. Earthquakes like the one we saw in Syria not too long ago. Syria and Turkey, if I'm not mistaken, not too long. It was just a couple of weeks ago. For these things will happen. Those who dive into their Bible know of this stuff. Especially in the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 7. It says exactly that. You will not be surprised. Nor should you be scared. Nor should you turn and dive into things that that keeps you away from this stuff for God's word tells you that these things will happen. There are evil people out there who will make sure that stuff like this, that the pestilences, that the famines, diseases everywhere will happen. And you have to prepare yourself You have to know about this stuff so you yourself do not get caught off guard when this stuff comes about. That's why you should not just go nose deep into frivolous things, futile things that mean absolutely nothing in any type of way. So let me keep this going. This is off of WebMD. I know people want to say what they want to say about WebMD, but this was published on WebMD on March 28th, 2023. There is some evidence that the rise in RSV may be due in part to the relaxing of coronavirus prevention steps, such as masks and social distancing. It may also be, that because people have less exposure to RSV and other viruses due to these precautions, they have less immune protection. So as you can see, they are already setting this up. You, because I, I, I'm my mind is very, like I've said earlier in this episode, it, I'm, my mind is boggled. I, I'm just blown away. Because RSV in the past, before coronavirus, before COVID-19, we've heard of RSV and we've known, yeah, it can, be, it can be dangerous, but no one really cared too much about it, for the most part, as a totality. No one really cared that much about it. But now, all of a sudden, there's this new RSV coming out. And if you haven't heard also, there's a thing called Cove 2 C-O, capital C, capital V-2, It's there's a dash in there, so dash 2.0, being related to RSV, both being under SARS-2. And as you heard from Dr. Martin, SARS-1 and SARS-2, those are man-made pathogens. And so they're combining all of these pathogens, all of these diseases, some of these diseases are, are just naturally occurring things like influenza, like he said, influenza, the cold, but they're taking these naturally occurring diseases and placing them and combining them with man-made pathogens to make them even worse. And like I said, as of right now, all of these new pathogens, all of these new diseases are actually targeting the age group 60 and older. Because there's something about that age group that they, the people who are the elites, they want these guys gone. They want them off the face of the planet. They want them off the face of the earth. And RSV deals with that. And there's going to be another push. There's going to be a push on this to get these vaccines out there, to get these vaccines pushed to where people start taking them like it's going to help. Because we all know how much everybody on the face of the earth, we all love our grandparents. And for some of us, it's our own parents. So. Keep that in mind. And and let's let's just go ahead and and go this direction. Let's see. Let's see someone like Magic Johnson. What does he think about RSV? I make my health a priority and I'm passionate about inspiring others to do the same. I've teamed up with GSK to help bring education and awareness around a common Contagious virus called RSV. Understanding how to help protect yourself against this virus is important, especially for older adults who are at an increased risk for severe infection. My mission in life is to empower older adults to be their own health advocates by putting their health first. Know your risk to help sideline RSV. Man, that... Is Magic Johnson with his commercial. And this commercial was and is brought to you by this company called GSK. Now let's dive a little bit deeper about GSK. Let's what what can we find out about GSK? Well, I can tell you this: the European Commission has approved under the EU merger regulation the acquisition of Pfizer's Consumer Health Business by GlaxoSmithKline. That is G-S-K, GlaxoSmithKline. So, yes, there you have it just right there in a nutshell. Pfizer owns GSK. And in 2023, there's going to be a lot of this advertisement for this vaccine for rsv you know the same people who made billions upon billions of dollars for the vaccine for COVID 19 and now we have rsv well a different type of rsv see all you got to do is start digging and you will start finding these pieces so you're seeing that the merger commission of the EU approved. They approved the joining together of Pfizer and GSK. The, these companies are now one. And Pfizer made their money with COVID. Now it's GSK's turn to make their money huh, with RSV. I... I, I you, you can't script this. This is something that if people stay in the dark on, they will not find this stuff out. And, and the sad part is, these are simple lookups. All you got to do is get on the internet and start Googling, looking this stuff up, and it gives you this information. But yet people don't want to look at it. All they want to do is just trust what they're hearing from other people. I am letting you know that this will be worse than COVID. They're trying to let everybody know. Even, even, like I said, Bill Gates and his foundation with his ex-wife, I believe the Bill and Melinda Gates or whatever her name is, they're saying that the next pandemic it's going to be it's going to make covid look like a walk in the park that's because they combined in, they combined both coronavirus and RSV together and it's both of these are respiratory infections both of them are and they got magic johnson teaming up with them to appeal basically towards his generation To get these people to say, hey, they got Magic Johnson. And on top of it, they gave this man millions of dollars. Because he is a guy who beat the odds. He beat the odds. Magic Johnson himself, yes, the Magic Johnson himself. This is the one who was playing in the NBA, tested positive for HIV, and Went on the run to find a way to live, not just with HIV, but then beat it. He doesn't test positive anymore for HIV. So wouldn't you as a pharmaceutical company want this guy to to be an ambassador to your drug? Just I'm just putting it there. I mean, the marketing team, wonderful job of finding this guy, getting him to say yes, because his generation and older see his face endorsing a drug, endorsing a vaccine. And they know that this is the man who beat the odds when it came to HIV and he beat HIV. You might find it in yourself to trust this guy when it comes to this vaccine for RSV. We have to look deeper and follow things and see them for what they are trying to do. Again, we are talking about RSV. This is the disease that's been out, and the numbers show average yearly 177,000 elderly might get this. On an average. Every year. And 177,000 might. And I keep throwing that word might in there. Wind up in the hospital. But not all 177,000 die. Actually if I'm not mistaken. The percentage of that 177,000 yearly. That gets RSV who is elderly. It's less than 5%. So they came up with a vaccine. That. Is dealing with a disease that, yeah, it can it can be dangerous and it can be deadly, but when you look at the totality of the entire thing, it's not that dangerous. And then they test it on children and pregnant mothers to find out how good it actually is. But not for these children, these unborn children, not for these three-year-olds and younger nor for the pregnant females but they're going to use this information and use this vaccine to give it to the elderly who they barely tested themselves and actually if you look at the numbers on what it did to these to the just to the children the vaccine was more harmful to the children than RSV actually the vaccine The vaccine, and I'm going to say it again, this vaccine had a 10% death rate when it came to children. Out of 16,000, 10% of the children out of 16,000 who took this vaccine, 10% of them, the exact number is 9.6. So 9.6% died. So the vaccine has a higher death rate than the disease. And yet they want to say, you need this vaccine when it comes to RSV. People, we need to be smarter and not just go with what we hear when it comes to these people because they're feeding everybody a bunch of BS. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it how it is. And if you take a look, like I said, if you take a look in in, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, You can start at verse 7, or you can start at the very beginning of chapter 24. You'll read into it. Just keep reading. Read the whole chapter. I always recommend reading the entire thing, not just bits and pieces. You'll find out that in God's word, he tells you that pestilence will be everywhere. It will happen. And what the media will do, and what they're going to do, especially with this disease, just like they did with COVID, they're going to try to scare you into taking these vaccines. That is what they're going to try to do. However, if you read God's word, he tells you to do the complete opposite. As in, he says, I quote, Do not be troubled. In other words, do not get afraid. Do not be fearful, for these things must happen. So when you see this come out, And it's going to come out and they're going to push it. I'm telling you, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I will be on record. I am on record saying RSV will be the next pandemic. They will use that specific scare tactic. It is going to be used. They got the playbook. They're going to use the words. Vaccine yourselves so you don't pass it to your loved ones who are elderly, your grandparents, your parents, your great-grandparents. Oh, how you love them so. You don't want them to die because it's very deadly for the elderly. And then the elderly, you yourself need to be vaccinated because you don't want to get infected with this disease because it's very deadly. And yes, your children need to also be vaccinated because. We all know that children spread diseases like wildflower. those are going to be pretty much the wordage that they're going to use. There will they will try to scare everybody into getting these vaccines not and, and hoping that people do not realize that the vaccines are going to be worse than the disease itself. but let's not mistake in this. Because they are combining, like I said in the beginning of all of this, they are combining RSV and COVID-19. They're combining it. And if you haven't kept up with all of this stuff, there's a new COVID out. And I'm not talking about different variants of COVID. We all know they had different variants. There's a brand new COVID out right now that they are putting... On the shelves waiting. They're calling it COVID-2. Basically COVID-2.0. The coronavirus 2.0. And they're going to have this on the shelf. And mix it in with, you guessed it, RSV. Two biological, and I will say they are biological weapons. Two biological weapons that they will combine together to start killing people off. No, I'm not. Trying to scare you. I'm warning you. I'm letting you know the information that they themselves will not tell you. Again, pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on. And like I say in every episode, prepare yourselves. Be ready. Be prepared. Be ready. Be ready to go through the entire night. The entire long haul. The entirety. And those who aren't, get right with God. Ask him. Ask him for forgiveness. Repent of your sins. Confess Jesus Christ is Lord. That he died for our sins. And then three days later, he rose from the dead. He is alive today. This, just that simple stuff, will save at the very least your soul. The Bible says you should not fear those who can kill, just kill the body, but you should fear the one who can also kill the soul, the spirit of a person. These pharmaceutical companies, Bill Gates and all these elites, they might have plans to only just kill the body. However, they cannot do anything to your soul, anything to your spirit. They cannot, they don't have that type of authority, but God himself does. So make sure you are right with him. And then when you get right with him, then you're going to realize one massive thing. You have nothing to fear. Not even fear itself. You will have nothing to fear. Thank you for listening to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Go ahead and go to a 3s two. The Island again. That's A3s2 The Island on Rumble, and there you can see my awesome face. You can also find me at As The Island on Twitter. That is A S Island on Twitter, and you'll see a lot of stories and everything. You know, contact me. Go ahead and communicate with me. Let's have a nice conversation there. I do answer back, and if you want to catch up on every previous episode, just go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island again that's rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash the island and you can catch up on every episode that i've done again i am your host alvis samuel and thank you for listening to the island podcast